Welcome back to the Spectrum of Perception podcast. Today, we'll be playing part two of Returning to Randonautica with Genevieve Clow. Now sit back and enjoy. So what would you say was your scariest Randonautica moment? I know that the, the name of the app is so I've, I've had to re-record myself a few times saying it because the app is such a tongue twister in itself, but, um, but, uh, the scariest. So it's so funny because I actually recently did, um, I filmed a Randonautica experience that I intended to be so scary. I was, I chose the creepiest intentions. I chose abandoned and death and the whole experience turned out to be pretty much pretty tame. Like I wasn't actually led to anything that scary, um, which I was annoyed about, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, but, but because it's like, it's like, I have my expectation and that's probably in a way why I wasn't led to scary things. Because when you have really strong expectations of how you think it has to be, I have found that often if you're in that mood or that mindset that you're very strict about, okay, this is what I'm expecting. That that is when the app is like, plays a trick on you and is like, yeah, we're not going to do that. It's, it's, it's the moments that you're the most open-minded and like totally down for whatever. And you have no expectations that that's when you get usually the best results. So that's a side, a side note. Um, but in terms of the scariest one, there was one I did, and I totally don't remember how I titled this, but, but uh, it was kind of like right after Halloween that I filmed it that I remember. And it, I was in Lyons, Colorado, kind of outside of Boulder what was my intention? Oh, it was the floods. I was in Lyons because there were huge floods. It's a town, like I said, kind of near me. And a huge flood had gone through there um, a few years ago that kind of destroyed like half the town. It was, it was a huge devastating flood. And so I decided to do some intentions in that area kind of around the flood to get just some more info about it. And it led me to this cliff top that was so I was, because the way you had to walk, it was a super foggy day. And the way that you had to walk to get to the to the point, I didn't know that it was leading me to a cliff's edge. So like I, like I didn't even because the fog was so thick, I didn't even see that there was like a huge cliff drop off over this ginormous valley until I'm like right at the edge. And so it's it was it like took my breath away and was scary in the sense that I was like, oh my god, like I did not like it looked like a regular hill. I'm just walking up up it, and then I am at the top, and I'm like, oh my god, this is this huge drop off. And what was so cool is that the cliff overlooked this huge valley where you could see the the river that flooded it like snaked. You could see it snaking kind of through the bottom of the valley. And so it was like, Oh my God, my intention was the flood. And then I'm led to this amazing, but also very scary, but partly because of the weather and the fog view that showed like this whole valley of where that flood had like just totally filled up. So that was, that was scary just in a, in a sense that I, I, I remember feeling the most fear while I was doing it, but it was also like talking about it now, it was also just super cool. 
Um, so there's that one. There was also one I did in Massachusetts because I was out there for a lot of the late summer. And so I filmed a bunch there. And um, and there was one where it led me to this really creepy, like abandoned subdivision almost, where it led me to like where there was a street where you could tell they meant to build houses, but they never did. And the street was totally abandoned. And there were just like, it just felt like the creepiest because there was like these really thick woods around the street too. And it was just, it was so there, all the vibes were so creepy about that one. So, so that was also high up on the list, but um, anyway, I'm kind of rambling on about those because I could go on forever about every single, every single <laughs> one I've ever had, but those are probably the first two that come to mind in terms of the creepiest, but, uh, but I'm open to more creepy. I think I would like to get a little bit deeper into that because, um, because I know that that's sometimes what people are looking for when they're, wanting to watch other people's experiences is they're is they're looking for a creepy experience and um and sometimes i have that sometimes i don't so but we'll see what ha- what happens in the future <laughs> well i mean i guess that most people have that expectation due to some of the mm-hmm. i would say the phonies out there making up their yes. content and then saying yes. oh this app led me here uh, yes. i think that's the con- the the backlash that we face when doing randonautica for ourselves just to get the real experience yeah, it's been that's been a huge challenge actually because because there has been a false expectation now set because there are so many content creators who have been using the app without integrity and claiming that the app leads them places that it definitely has not. And unfortunately, those videos are really popular because a lot of people. It kind of, I'm kind of like I didn't know this until I became a YouTuber that so many people really are easily duped. Like I honestly thought people were more objective about things, but um, or thought more more critically. But I'm I'm realizing now, like oh my god, most people in the world really don't they don't know how to think critically. So <laughs> so so anyway, so that's just kind of um, a challenge is because there's this expectation that all 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 the times that you use this app it's always going to lead you to the creepiest like you know scariest random like you know dead body in the woods and honestly that's not that's not what the intent of the app is really for and it's also not very common that you are going to be led to something that's that intense so when you see content creators who are constantly being led to like the weirdest creepiest most intense stuff like you can be sure that that's not that's not an authentic um experience with the app but entertaining but not not authentic i think that's what people should do more often even though in the sense that yes they're creating content for their channel or whatever without integrity it almost feels like it's dishonorable in a lot of ways like yeah yeah there's the the fake journalists and then the real journalists and a lot of times we're dealing with the fakes exactly that's a really good way to compare it is that that's kind of how it feels because then it, it diminishes the people who are making real authentic um stuff um yeah it just it can take away and be a distraction and and just give people a false impression of what the reality is the reality of this app and even the reality of the world the so yeah it can be it's a challenge absolutely and it's funny that you mentioned that because that was going to be one of our next questions was you know what (laughs) in your opinion was like what percentage of youtubers do you think actually do this legit versus you know um those that don't that is such a good question and and it's hard to give a percentage because the people who are fake are really big, but I feel like there's actually not that many of them um, who, who do, okay, maybe I should say this differently. There are a lot of people who do authentic Renonauticas on YouTube, but because a lot of them aren't very big with their channel and their, and their audience, 
it can seem like they aren't online and and it's only the big fake ones that, that are out there because the big fake ones they are big like they have they're, they're popular people people like to watch these extreme versions of 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 the randonautica quote-unquote app and so and so it can feel like oh there's a lot of fake stuff out there but my my hope i guess is to put out there that i think there are a lot of people that are doing it authentically but because it's not as interesting to some people to see an authentic randonautica um they're not as popular as the people with a big platform does that make sense the way i worded that yeah, yeah. it's it's like yeah. um entertainers found a way to entertain rather than yeah. <laughs> using it to actually do what it actually actually is meant for and mm-hmm. instead over glorifying it in a wrong way mm-hmm. so like the entertainer is like well if i do it like this it's kind of it's boring. I'm going to pretend yeah. I found a dead body and then boom, everybody <laughs> wants to see that because no one in their right mind wants to see a dead body. But when you but do it's find like it, the intrigue. It's a, yeah, it's a yeah, huge yeah. thing. And then exactly. everybody and their grandma is like, oh my gosh, yes, give me. I want more of this. And the entertainment yeah, is like, yeah. I'm making money. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's why that's why people make the fake content. It, it, it's sad that um that that you need to a lot of people on youtube feel like they need to make something very extreme and very big and crazy or else people aren't going to want to watch it and even i when i first started to make my 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 videos and i was comparing myself to some of the other people who were making these videos i i was worried i was like i was like do i have to start incorporating like fakes because i knew from the moment i saw some of these i was like okay these people are just making stuff up like I, i wasn't fooled but it made me think like, do I have to start incorporating like fake stuff into my, into my, into my videos or else people aren't going to watch. And I got really real with myself and was like, you know what? I really do not want to be that kind of creator. I do not want to perpetuate any sort of false belief that, that, yeah, you're going to find, you know, crazy, crazy things at, at, at each time you, you try this app. Like, I just don't, I don't want to be that person. So so it's sad that you do grow slower if you if you if you are doing real adventures but but at the same time like i think if you have a really good personality if you know how to edit like like even at all then you're probably going to be able to put some interesting stuff out there that people will want to watch but it's but i guess i just say this to the the youtuber out there who wants to start making these for themselves that you might grow a little bit slower, but but try not to get hooked into like, oh, but I could grow so much faster if I just, you know, threw, you know, a dead animal or something into, into my videos. <laughs> I would call that that kind of mindset to be an entertainer, the Hollywood mindset. Mm-hmm. They they want yeah. the shock factor. They want the, the exactly yeah. draw from it. But if they don't get that, it, their whole channel seems to be like, eh, you suck at it. And then everybody else who sees that, that when they bomb and they're huge, how is your video going to stack up to people who think that your adventure is not even so much as exciting? That's, that's yeah. really disheartening in a lot of ways. But yeah, I think those who really actually pay attention and want the truth will stick around and defend that that should be held this way rather than over glorifying it in the most wrong of aspects. Exactly. And that's what I found with my people is, is, yeah, is that they are, it's, it's, it's the people who can also see through the BS of other, of other people's channels and who really, really appreciate like authentic, you know, with really good 
commentary and and just intelligence behind them and that's what i provide so 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 you will the people who like that are definitely out there and you can find them if you if you look <laughs> i mean that's kind of how we found you to begin with really yeah right. exactly exactly yeah see so yeah so there's definitely lots of people like us out there but um but unfortunately there's also people that like fake stuff but i also believe that the people the last thing i'll say about this the people who make the fake content they kind of live fast and die young so they don't usually stick around in terms of like longevity of a channel like they might i don't know it's just that because of their lack of integrity they get found out pretty quick and so they don't always last very long but if you are authentic and yourself and you have integrity your channel will build on like a very solid foundation and you'll have a much more successful channel in the long run than if you are just making stuff up and then people quickly realize, oh, this guy is lying to us. So we're not going to watch anymore. So there's that. Yeah. They get the image of what looks like a newspaper. And then once found out it's a tabloid and then exactly. everybody's like, no, nah, yeah. I'm not interested anymore. Yeah. I get, I totally get that. Cause there's, there's a lot of communities that will, even though been handed the truth, change their mind about it. They're like, ah, no, he's not a liar. He can't be because he yeah. makes this stuff so re relatable and real to me that it's impossible. Even when handed the evidence, they have seen so many communities fall for this. Even yeah. through some of the discords I've joined, just to hear other paranormal like activities and counts and stories, it you can tell there's a lot of people just out there for the attention rather mm -hmm. than actually doing a decent job. Oh, totally. Yeah. And that's also a thing that was surprising to me when I first... Um, joined YouTube is again, it's like, cause I thought like, are people this dumb? Like I'm cause, cause there have been videos that, 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 that I have made that have been reactions to other people's um, adventures where they're definitely doing some fake stuff and I'll call it out. And to me, it's so obvious that's like, yeah, this isn't authentic, but, but, but sometimes those people have such loyal followers, usually, I don't know, in like the deep, deep weirdness of Missouri or so like, I don't know, like I shouldn't judge <laughs> where these people are from, but people who are not super critical thinkers, um, but they're, they're so loyal to the YouTuber that they won't even accept true information. And so that's fascinating to me that it's like, wow, like this is, this is true objective information, but people are so loyal that they're like, nope, he's the real deal. And it's like, okay, well, whatever, dude, that's, that's your choice. If you like it, then that's, that's fine. <laughs> I agree with that too, because yeah, yeah. everybody can do their own thing, but you know, everybody's got to live. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So despite some of the negative publicity that the app has gotten, do you think that it's a safe app to use? Yeah, I totally do. I think that you need to go into this, like obviously having common sense and really trusting your intuition. I've noticed that using my own intuitive knowingness and my own gut feelings is really important when I'm using this app. So if I'm driving somewhere or if I'm walking towards the point and I'm just feeling like, okay, things are really off and I really feel kind of unsafe or whatever, like trust that, like, don't, don't push yourself to go into a situation, especially if you're doing it alone, which like I said, I, I, I tend to do this alone most of the time. Um, trust your instincts and don't push yourself to go into a situation that feels a little bit off. But in general, I would say, like I said, in the beginning, like your intentions really make the adventure. So if you are, looking for trouble, then yeah, you're probably going to find it. But if you are looking for, you know, something neutral or something positive, and um, then you'll probably find that and you'll probably have um, a super fun time doing it. So um, that's the thing that I also wish that I could 
help people to unlearn because I can't tell you how many comments I've gotten on my channel um, of people saying like, you're so brave to even try this app because I just, I'm, I'm not brave enough to try it. And, and I, and I feel bad for them. because I'm like, this app is not scary, but, but, but because there's been so much like scary, weird demon stuff that people try to push about the app. Um, a lot of people have the wrong idea and think that it's going to lead them always into danger. And I have found that's mostly not true. So, um, so yeah, so that's what I would say about that. Yeah, fear is a valid option. It helps us be aware of situations you aren't going to be safe in. So yeah, I yeah, understand exactly. that. So it's it's not yeah. to shame anybody who does get chicken. Um, there's been times where I've done randonauticking really late at night in a really bad neighborhood and just knew instinctively. Yeah, don't do this. Don't do this <laughs> yeah, let's yourself. not go farther. Yeah, exactly. Let, let let's go back towards the light, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and I've had the same thing. Like I, I've actually had people, I think the, the same one I, I mentioned where I was in Massachusetts and I was in that really creepy abandoned neighborhood. Um, I had so many people in the comments of that one get mad at me because I didn't go to the point. Cause the point was I had to walk through this really creepy, thick, thick layer of trees off the road to get to the point itself. Nope, and everything <laughs> in my body was like, yeah, I'm not going back there. Like everything about this feels like I'm going to be murdered. So no, but there were so many people in the comments like, I can't believe you didn't go to the point itself. And, um, and also I'll say about that, that the point itself is supposed to be the center of a radius. So, so the point itself is not always like the, the thing it's, it, it's meant to be like, okay, search around this point. Like this point is the center. So now look around the point. Um, and that's something that I just heard as a reminder from the CEO of the app and I was like, oh yeah, that's a really good reminder that it's not like that there could be something at the point, but really the point is meant to be like, okay, this area, this is the center of an area. So that's just something else to keep in mind. Well, you just taught us that now. I mean, I we were always marching towards the actual point on the map thinking there's gotta be something there. It wouldn't lead us there for no reason. And then getting there and then feeling like, yeah. there's nothing but <laughs> cactus and dirt i don't know what else exactly, <laughs> exactly. and uh yeah and so and so and, and that, that's how i've been doing it too or i'll i'll go I'll, I'll be going to the point and usually for people's own like you know just to appease them i always will go to the point or try to and say okay here i am at the point but that was a really good reminder that i got from the ceo that yeah that it's not meant to be just like one singular point it's 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 saying this is the center of a dense cluster of anomalies that are related to your intention. So there's a lot of anomalies that could be in that point and they could be kind of around that area. So it's like, look around the area. It's not just the point itself. Well, that's really good to know. I think uh, you just educated us and now yeah. we can yeah. share that <laughs> with everybody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that's also a big misnomer about the app is people think it's exactly on the point and it could be exactly on the point but um but but also it's just the general area so keep that in mind hmm, we may just have to do some more random nodding and actually go with this mindset now because yeah <laughs> like i like we, we never even even remotely knew about that and it's very interesting because i never would have gave it that the thought like it would be something that i thought of at the very last second as i'm going around but it was introduced to me so now i'm like i feel dumb <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I also, you know, learned that late in the game. So, and, and that's why this app too, there's a lot more to uncover it with, with this whole thing. So, um, 
so yeah, so I'm glad you learned something new today. <laughs> Always a learning thing. It let life be a learning experience rather than a stagnant one. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Don't learn when you just sit there. Mm-hmm. So just to end things off, would you recommend people trying random nodding? And if so, then why? Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally think that people should try it for the first reason that comes to mind is because it does help change your perception of your area, especially for me when I use it in the town that I live in, because I have lived here a super long time and I am so jaded that like I've seen everything here. I know everything there is to know about this area. And when I use the app, it really does help me to see things in a different way. Like if I have a certain intention and then I'm led to a place that I had no idea would correlate to that intention. It, it helps me relate to that place in a different way. And it helps me just be more curious about the world and about the things that might be unseen to me or that might be beneath the surface that I haven't learned yet or just seeing things differently. So I think, I think everyone could use that to kind of shake up their own reality and see their, their town in a different way. But I also think it's a great way to travel because, as I said, like I've used this traveling. I used it in Massachusetts and other places. And it can be super fun to go to a place you've never been. And if you don't really know what to do with yourself, a, a great place to explore the area is to pull out the app and be like, okay, I, I have an intention to, you know, find a really cool old house or something and then just see where it takes you. And because um, it's, it's also just a, a good way to get out of the house and explore and see and see new stuff. So, um so I, yeah, I, I would encourage all people to do it if they're open to it. You know, if you are a little bit freaked out, definitely go with someone. And as I said before, always trust your gut. So if you feel like you're being led to a situation that just does not feel right, you know, just get out of it. But, but in general, I have, I don't have a lot of reason to think that this app is unsafe or that only certain people should be using it. I think everyone could use it and it's just a great way to, to, to get out of your own weirdness, if that makes sense and see the world differently. So yeah, that's, that's my stance on that one. I'd have to agree because honestly, like I've mentioned before, like, I, well, we both aren't outside people. We, we often think of disparagedly of others who, who do like yeah. to be outside. But yeah. Being out there, it also takes my mind off actually the, the things that I dislike about being outside. I'm finding what could be treasure someone else's Mm. uh, idea of treasure or a place that I've never been, even though it may be lurking around the corner and I've just never walked that direction. But because of the app is telling me to give, give it a shot, go for it. Stop. Yeah. Don't think about it too much. Just do, and then do it. And then something good comes out of it. An experience that you would never have gone if you weren't living outside of your box doing this. Yeah. That's my my way of like having fun. I guess doing something that I've never done before makes up for yeah. being outside in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and you don't have to be outside that long. Like sometimes um sometimes it'll lead you to points that are like right on the road and you just kind of drive around, you pull up to your point, you can just kind of look a little bit and um you don't need to necessarily be because that's also another thing about the fake videos that makes it really because they're always in the woods. And the app does not always lead you to the woods. And yet they always find themselves on like these long walks in the woods. And that's not realistic. That's not the app isn't always like leading you deep into the woods. So, um, so yeah, so you don't need to be an outdoorsy person. You can do this in New York city and it could lead you to anywhere. So, so yeah, I think it really is for all people and you can use it how you want. I have to agree. Cause you just never know. There could be a yeah. building that you've seen or never seen in the right light at the right time. Never know. Yeah, but, totally. 
Yeah, I've like been, I've really enjoyed talking to you about Randonautica as well as yeah. Book. Yeah, we both have. It's it's been a great experience for for us, and I'm sure for all our listeners and everything. You know, because you know, you gave us a good insight on what the app's really like versus you know what it's perceived as based on everything you see on TikTok and superficial Hollywood lens. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad I could be helpful to you guys. And yeah, if you, if you are listeners are interested in checking out my channel, I'm on YouTube. My, my channel is just my name, which is Genevieve. And then my last name, which is cloud and it's spelled C L O U G H. And I'm sure you guys can put like a link or something in your, maybe in your podcast description for people. Um, yeah. And then if you want to find me on social media, I'm on Instagram as well. And my, my name there is just Jen, Jen love, but Jen with a G. So G E N G E N L O V E. So if you want to follow me there and kind of keep up with me more personally, I would love to connect with you guys. All right. Thank you, Genevieve for being on our show and we wish you a good day and for the rest of the year as well. And we would love to have you back anytime. Absolutely. Yeah, I had fun. I would love to come back and talk about others because I love just weird stuff, weird paranormal stuff. And there are so many topics that I could just nerd out about. So I would love to love <laughs> to keep love hanging that. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you again for joining us with the podcast. And yes, we will let our listeners know where they can find you. Uh, we'll post on our social media along within the uh, podcast description so that they know exactly where to find you. Nice. Okay, cool. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. All right. We'll talk to you later. Have a good one. Bye. All right. Bye. Well, that was Genevieve Clow, everyone. We want to thank her again for taking time out of her busy schedule to come speak with us, and we hope you all enjoyed the time she spent with us today. Please be sure to check out her YouTube channel, and we'll have the link to her channel and social media in the episode description and listed on our own social media pages. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Real S-O-P-P-O-D. That's The Real Soap Pod. Thank you for sticking with us through Season 1. We have a lot of new ideas, stories, and guest appearances planned for you, and we hope you continue to stick with us through Season 2. We hope you all have a good day, and we'll see you in the next episode. Ha <laughs> ha